Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. I would love for you to open your Bibles with me if that's all right. Can you do that? Did you bring your Bible? Yes, your phone. That's fine. Open your, open your physical Bible. Open your, your phone Bible, tablet Bible, Samsung Bible, iPhone Bible, tablet Bible that you inscribe things on, whatever it may look like. Please open it. And I'm going to take you to a, a, a patch, pat, portion of Scripture and, um, and I'm going to read through it with you. But I just want to share, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, this is not a very polished message today. I'm just putting that out here. Um, actually, I really feel um, God over the last couple of months has been leading me through Scripture and, and showing things and revealing things to me. And, and what I'm going to be talking about um, can be something that's hard to grab in one moment. And I believe it can be a journey for a lot of people. And it's been a journey for me. And, and, but uh, by the grace of God, He's led me through the Scriptures and I've received this revelation. And what I want to do today is in about 6 hours and 33 minutes, I'm joking, <laughs> in about 25 minutes, I want to try and fast track you through the Scriptures to try and bring you into the same revelation that God's revealed to me. Is that okay, church? So if you have your Bibles open, please turn to Matthew 10. This is one of the Gospels. If you get to Acts, you've gone too far. And if you're in Song of Solomons, you haven't gone far enough. So turn to Matthew 10. Now before I read this, I really feel very strong. God gave me a prophetic word for some people here today. And it's connected to this portion of Scripture. Can I, can, will you guys be open to receive this prophetic word today? Yeah? Okay, that's good. Because I was going to give it anyways. So Matthew, Matthew 10, verse 5 to 8. And I'm reading in the New King, New King James Version. So if you have a different version, it's going to read a bit different, but it means the same thing. So verse 5 says this. These 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying... Do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter to the city of the Samaritans, but rather. Someone say, but rather. Okay, you can do better than that, church. Someone say with me, but rather. Okay, good. You guys are almost as good as the youth on Friday night. But rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go... Preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8 says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Now this prophetic word I felt God give me is for some Christians here. If you're new here and you don't believe in, 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 in Jesus Christ, that's fine. You can still receive this. But I believe this is for some Christians here, not all, just some. And you have been everywhere doing everything trying to regain your peace. You've been trying everything to regain your peace. But everything you've been running to is not lasting. 
Now listen, I'm not trying to make light of any situation that you may be going through. I understand there's some things that take time, that take a process. But can I tell you, there's people here that have lost their peace. The prescription pill is ineffective. The bottle isn't deep enough. Your calming instrumental isn't long enough. And your white noise isn't wide enough. The depression is crippling. The anxiety is running wild. Dear friends, today you can be free. I said today you can be free. We got some people of faith in this house. You can be free and the Philippians 4.7 kind of peace is going to clothe you today. Philippians 4.7 says, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ. Can I tell you, church, the peace of God is a lasting peace. The peace of God is a guarding peace. This peace is vibrant. This peace is surpassing. This peace is steadfast. This peace is powerful. And can I tell you, church, this peace has been purchased. This peace has been purchased. Now, I want you to, to, to work with me today. All right, are you ready to do this? I'm going to get you to do something. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, this is the title of today's sermon. Are you ready to tell your neighbor the title of the sermon? You ready? Tell them, Purchased Peace. Okay, now what I want you to do is turn to the other neighbor that you chose not to go to first and tell them this. Say this, Neighbor... You're in luck. Lunch is on me. Gotcha. Purchased peace. Purchased peace. God's been taking me on this journey through the scriptures, through the gospels, and there's there's two accounts in 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 two separate accounts and two different gospels where Jesus really revealed this to me and I'm, I'm going to take you to the first one. But what I want you to do is I want you to be open today. Is that all right, church? No matter what your status is, what your life looks like, what the environment looks like, no, ha- no matter how secure you think you feel or unsecure you think you feel, can you just receive this today? Because God's peace is wanting to surpass your understanding. God's peace is wanting to clothe you today. God's peace is wanting to infuse you today. Is that all right? Yeah. Yep, okay. With these scriptures, I'm going to get there in a second. With these scriptures, I really want, I want to more than just bring an understanding of God's peace, this purchased peace. I want to bring a revelation, a revealed truth. This is more than just something that I, I, I've come to understand and I can put on a shelf for when I need to pull it out in a conversation. This is something that will elevate my faith to a position where I can believe and find myself infused with purchased peace. This word infused, I taught, to this, I taught this to the youth a couple months back, but the word infused means when the properties of something become accessible to another. I'm believing today that the purchased peace of the Almighty God is going to become undeniably tangible for you today. And let me just put this out here. 
Now, this is strong language. Are you ready? This warning. Every demon in this room and online that has been robbing your peace, taking your joy, tormenting your thought life, you must leave in the mighty name of Jesus. And also, I feel strongly that there are working business people, working professionals, doctors, um, people that run businesses. They've been, um, this the demonic spirit has been stealing your rest, which is extremely precious. And there has been denom, um, demonic spirits on assignment to bring torment to your children in your, in your house. I break that off right now in Jesus' name. Because your rest is, is something that God cares about. It truly does. God's rest is, is something He wants to give to you. God's peace is something He wants to give to you. He wants to give you everything you need for each day, and one of those things is rest. So in Jesus' mighty name, do what only you can do. What only you can do. All right, here we go. So Matthew 10, and I want to start. I want to start. Actually, you know what? Let's just go from verse 5 all the way through to verse 14. Can you guys handle some scripture? You can? The only reason you can't is you probably haven't been reading it during the week. So we may as well catch up. All right, you ready? So these 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter the city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and go and as you go preach saying the kingdom of hand, of God is at hand the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons freely you have received freely give provide neither gold nor silver or copper in your money um money something nor bag <laughs> I turn the page nor bag your, that's right, I told you it's unpolished, all right? Nor bag for your journey, nor tunic, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. All right, this is where I want to, I want to highlight this to you. Ready? Verse 11. Now, whatever city or town you enter, inquire who in it is worthy. I want you to highlight that word, worthy. And stay there until you go out. Verse 12. And when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words, then you will do, then when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Okay. If you're like me, when you read verse 13, you got some questions. I had some questions. Who believes here it's all right to have questions about the Bible? Okay, well, that's good. I'm not alone. Verse 13, I'm going to read it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it's not worthy, let your peace return to you. My question is this. What makes a house or a people unworthy of peace? What makes a house or a people unworthy of peace? So much so that it won't reside there, but it returns. Can I tell you, sometimes, this is what I believe. Sometimes we, we, we believe ourselves unworthy of peace. Am I right? 
Sometimes we start to even start to, we speak it. We start to speak out and before we know it, we, um, by our own merit, we've created an environment that is hostile to peace that surpasses understanding because we believe that peace has to be something that I can control, something I can create, something I can conjure up, something that I'm able to instrument when I need to. Sometimes we create ourselves unworthy of peace. It's like that self-talk. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe God only does it in church. Maybe God only does it for that person. They seem happy. Can I tell you, God's peace is for everyone. And, and I'm wanting to unpack this for you so you, we can all come into this revelation together. Is that all right? See, the peace of God isn't like our peace. Our peace is based on an environment or a predetermined context that the world told us about. Our peace is a moment of calmness or, or something that's only temporary. Our peace is not a determining factor. It is a byproduct. See, God's peace isn't like our peace. See, our peace is very fragile. And the moment anything happens out of our control, our peace shatters. And if we're honest with each other, honest with ourselves, we spend most of our time trying to reassemble the shattered pieces. We spend a whole time trying to, uh, I've got to get, I gotta get in a, a moment, I've got to get by myself, I've got to get alone, I've got to make quiet time, I've got to do this, I've got to, um, I've got to be around people that are peaceful, I've got to get into the house of God and, and God's peace will flood me there. But when something's out of my control, ah, I just lose my peace. Am I right? Can I tell you, peace doesn't come by calmness or quietness, although there is nothing wrong with those things. Those things are necessary in life. But can I tell you, this is, if you want to write anything down today, write this down. Peace comes by the dove. Peace comes by the dove. So Matt, that is extremely abstract. Where are you going with this? Let me tell you. What is, what is the international symbol that's recognized for peace? The dove with an olive branch in its mouth. Am I right? Am I right? And so can I tell you, this, this wasn't a random act of um, collective conclusion. The reason the worldwide recognizable symbol for peace is a dove is because Jesus, it was God's idea. It was God's idea from the beginning. We see um, in Noah, he releases uh, some ravens and then they don't come back trying to find land. And he releases a, a dove and it comes back with an olive branch. The dove came back. So this is where it all starts. And if you want to turn with me to, to Matthew 3, we see Jesus getting baptized by John the Baptist and it says, when he came, went under and came back up, the heavens tore apart. Pastor Ross tore about, talked about the tearing last week. The he, um, last week or the week? Yeah, last week. The heavens tore apart and a dove, the Holy Spirit, descended on Jesus. And God said, this is my son in who I am well pleased. The dove came down. You see where I'm going with this, church? The dove came down. Why did he land on Jesus? I, you know... This is something else. Here's another question I had. I'm going to, 
This is, I should have titled this sermon, Questions Matt Has About the Bible. I, I thought to myself, why are we only seeing the Holy Spirit represented as a dove only fall, falling upon Jesus, but whenever it's any of us, it's fire, earthquake, shaking, all this sort of stuff. Why? Can I tell you? Because Jesus was the only one worthy. He was worthy. Jesus was the only man who had never sinned and that was because he had to pay the price for sin and it was going to take our sin upon himself and then sin would be condemned in the flesh and when we took our life up in the spirit by Jesus Christ's sacrifice, we could then be holy as well. The dove descended upon Jesus because Jesus was worthy. We know that sin can, can equate unworthiness. The scriptures say that the nature of sin is hostile to the nature of God. But can I bring good news to you, dear friend? You've been made worthy of peace. You have been made worthy of peace. Actually, you can write that down. You have been made worthy of peace. Now I want you to turn with me to my other portion of scripture that God revealed this, this image to me. It was so powerful. And that's the book of John, chapter 20, verse 19 to 22. And it says this. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. Jesus came. Oh, I feel you, Lord God. Jesus came and stood in the midst. He's here right now in the midst. And said to them, peace be with you. I'm going to say that again. Peace be with you. Verse 20. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his sides. When the disciples um, then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Verse 21, so Jesus said to them again. Sometimes Jesus will say it again. Jesus said to them again, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. Verse 22, and when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Now I want to back up a moment. The, the disciples were locking themselves up in isolation. They were locking themselves up in fear of what the, the Pharisees or the Jews would do, what they've done to Jesus would do to them. They were feared that, that they would get um, persecuted. They were, they were fearful that they would get locked up. They were fearful that they would get hung on a cross. They were in fear. So they locked themselves up. And if we look at, at just before that in the story, before Jesus got crucified, we see Peter denying Jesus three times. We see Judas um, uh, hung himself. We see, we see all these people, quite a few of the disciples, living in sin or in a nature that was hostile to the nature of God. And here they are locked up in fear, in fear. And Jesus comes to them right in the midst you're starting to see the correlation between the other verse Matthew 10 Jesus come to them and said peace 
be with you. That was the greeting. Shalom, peace to you. Peace, peace to you. And this is what I saw. This, is what, this was what I really wanted to get to today is when I was reading this, God, was, God opened my eyes and I saw this vision. I saw Jesus appear in this room where they were locked up, fearful, in sin. And Jesus said, peace to you. And I saw this dove go out over every 12 of the disciples, everyone, or all the ones that were in that room. And all of them thought themselves unworthy of God's peace. And then the dove returned. And then Jesus said, no, hang on, wait up. Look, look, look. This is peace purchased, positive. Here's the receipt. It's been paid for. Receive it. It's been paid for. This peace has made you, this purchase has made you worthy. The debt for your unworthiness, the debt for your sin has been purchased. Now receive it. And he says it again. Peace to you. And because the disciples saw, they saw, they had the revelation. They saw Jesus' scarred hands. They saw the, 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 the tears in the side, the punctures in the side. He, you know, the scripture said that he showed him those two, but he probably showed him his back. And he probably lifted up his hair and showed him the piercings in his head. He said, this is proof, purchase, positive. It's been paid. You can receive this. You've been made worthy. This is what I'm saying to you today, church, that the dove is going out. Jesus is showing that it's been paid for. You can receive it. And the dove goes out and he's just depositing peace to each every other one of us. Is this making sense, church? Come on, you can holler back at me. It's all right. Isaiah, this reminds me, Isaiah 53, 5. Who knows this? But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. That chastisement of our peace, that chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. This word chastisement, it means the legal, the legal verbal accusation. Can I tell you, any accusation that's been up against you, telling you that you're not worthy of peace, that you are unworthy, that you are unworthy to receive the healing, the purchase of your, your, of your, of your um, iniquities, it's been paid for. The chastisement for your peace was upon him. It's proof purchase, positive. It's been paid for. It's proof purchase, positive. The receipt says that there's no debt owed. Total zero, zero, dot, zero, zero. It's been paid for, guys. I don't know about you, but this is something to get excited about. My peace has been paid for. It's no longer up to me whether I can receive his peace. It's been paid for, church. And this just blew me away, right? This just blew me away. I don't know if you guys ever read Leviticus, but I've been through it a couple times. And, you know, there's some good stuff in there, but there's some, some other stuff that are just like, what the heck, Jesus? Leviticus 22, 21 says this. And whoever offers a sacrifice for a, a peace offering to the Lord is fulfilled, to fulfill his vow or a free will offering from a cattle or the sheep. It must be perfect, 
to be acceptable. There shall be no defect on it. Revelations 5 says this, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy. Worthy was the Lamb who was slain. The law required a lamb, a perfect lamb, to the sacrifice to be accepted. The revelation said that he was seated on high, the lamb who was slain before the foundations of the earth. This is Jesus. He's come and made us worthy of peace. Can I tell you, this isn't, you're like, Matt, you're very vocal. You're very excited about this. But this peace is a strong peace. This isn't a weak, fragile peace that shatters at any consequence that is out of our control. This is a peace that surpasses my ability to understand. This is a peace that surpasses any um, environment that comes against me. This is a peace that is a defining factor not a byproduct of an environment this is purchased peace church this is purchased peace my last point is this as we get ready to wrap up and we're going to lay hands on some people for healing and we're going to believe for the demonic to be released that those things that have been robbing you of your peace those things things that have been stealing your rest those things that have been talking to you in the night that's going to leave in Jesus name so my last point you can write this down is this peace pursues the presence peace pursues the presence John 14, 26 to 27 says this, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring you, bring you to remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives it. Not as the world gives, I do give to you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus says, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And my peace will follow it. Surely love and mercy, peace and kindness will follow me all the days of my life. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope and, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Why don't you stand with me, church? This is... This is my word, the prophetic word to some Christians here. Not all. Some of you are living in this peace. Some of you are abounding in the love and the joy and the power of the Holy Spirit. But this is what I want to do. All those people who have lost their peace and you've been going everywhere to regain it. We're going to do a bold thing. A very bold thing. And we're just going to come up to the front. You don't need to be ashamed of anyone. The person next to you can't purchase your peace. Jesus said in the Beatitudes, Come to me, all those who are weary and heavy laden, for I will give you rest. Jesus says, Come. come on. Jesus come on, says, come. come. Don't come to an altar today. Don't come to a person today. We're not coming to a prayer. We're coming to Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is wanting to meet you. He says, Come. 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 So this is what we're going to do. 
I'm just going to close my eyes. I'm going to pray. Everyone's going to close their eyes. And if you feel Mm -hmm. that you need this peace, this purchased peace, this surpassing peace, this vibrant peace, this steadfast peace, this powerful peace, I want you to come. And this is what also I'm going to do. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't know this Holy Spirit, if you don't know this peace that we're talking about, about the, the peace that I am unable to grasp with my human understanding, a peace that surpasses my understanding. I want you to come too. We're gonna pray for you. We're gonna gonna stand with you as you come to Jesus and make Him your Lord and Savior. So I want every eye closed, every eye bowed. And if you feel that you need this peace, just come. I'm not making light of any circumstance. I've been through some stuff in the last couple of weeks too. I had to come to Jesus. And it didn't look pretty, I can tell you. It didn't matter. So Lord Jesus, I thank you. Every person here that needs your peace, look, that would come to you. If it's not now, make it during the week. This perfect peace, Lord God, rest on them in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Fall on your people. Descend on your people. Jesus has made us worthy. We're worthy of peace. Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord God. If you're online watching today, you can come too. You can come to Jesus too. You can come to Jesus too. Right, if you don't if you don't believe yet, you don't have faith in Jesus, you haven't made Jesus your Lord and Savior. We're gonna do we're gonna create an opportunity right now to do that. So if you don't believe in Jesus and if you want to, I want you to raise your hand. I want to believe with you. No one else is looking, it's just me and Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, release your peace right now. Breathe upon this word, Lord Jesus. Touch your people. Touch your people right now. Lord God, those that have been struggling with rest, they've been unrestful. They've been waking up during the night, anxious for tomorrow, anxious for the week, anxious of their schedule. Lord God, release your peace right now. And every demonic, hear me, every demonic spirit that's been binding you up, that's been keeping you from the peace of God, be released right now. I come over every demonic spirit. I take authority over you right now. Come out, get out, leave right now. In Jesus' name, you have no power here. You have no authority here. In Jesus' name. Come out, come out, come out. There's people here, you're like, There's a battle going on in your mind. I can feel it. It's not about me. It doesn't make me feel any better. It doesn't grade me on my preaching. It doesn't grade me on my message. I couldn't give a rip about how I spoke today, to be honest. I was here. God sent me on assignment so people could be free, so people could be delivered, so people could be set free from torment today. Release your peace, Holy Spirit. Release your peace, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
I feel there's two more people here. And even right now, you're having this battle. You're having this battle of going up the front is so dumb. And it won't do anything. The front doesn't do anything. The altar doesn't do anything. Jesus does something. And He wants to encounter you. He just wants you to make that decision. Yes, I'm choosing Jesus. I need Jesus to set me free. Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Bayside Christian Church.